It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to hour number two of the expanded Inside Sources. Great to be with you today and every day from one to three here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. And it is time at the top of the hour for all of us to dig a little deeper, think a little bigger, challenge our assumptions a little stronger, and of course, disagree a little better when necessary. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So in this segment, we always talk about things that we should just stay with a little longer. Again, Einstein said it wasn't that he was any smarter. He was just willing to stay with the questions a little longer and think again about solutions, opportunities, and moving forwards. And, of course, one of the major challenges we've had in Salt Lake City, Utah, has been dealing with those facing homelessness. Uh, There's been blue ribbon commissions and panels and money of all kind has been uh, spent And it's time to think again about how we approach that and how we can get better outcomes and lasting results. And there's nobody who does that better than Joseph Grinney from the Other Side Academy. And uh, he's here to talk about a new project uh, that is launching here in Salt Lake City that will cause all of us to think again about homelessness. Joseph, thanks for joining us today. So good to be with you. It's an exciting day. Uh, you began uh, a press conference that took place just a little over two hours ago uh, with Mayor Mendenhall, and uh, you began by saying this is the beginning of better days who have been uh, marginalized and those who have been on the streets for years. Uh, tell us first, before we get into the specifics of this new opportunity, uh, just for our listeners, uh, you're doing things different all the time, uh, starting with the Other Side Academy. So just give us a, a quick snapshot there, and then let's look at how you're going to apply that same uh, logic and model uh, to those facing homelessness. Yeah, we, we believe at the Other Side Academy that none of us becomes who we're capable of becoming without a community, without being surrounded by people who model the kinds of values and aspirations that we want to acquire ourselves. All of us got there that way. At the Other Side Academy, our students have been arrested an average of 25 times. Collectively in our house of 100 students today, they were facing about 600 years of additional incarceration that would have cost you and me and the rest of the taxpayers in Utah about $30 million. But instead, these 100 students come. They stay for a minimum of two and a half years. They become self-reliant. So the remarkable thing is these people that would have been costing us $30 million out of the public purse have produced over $4 million in the last year to support themselves. All of us have far more potential than we often realize, and the only way that gets realized is by being in a community that helps us to achieve what we're capable of. So that's the Other Side Academy. It's a a place where people with long histories of addiction, of homelessness, of criminal behavior learn to become a person that they have never met before and do so in a way that doesn't rely on the public purse. And it is an extraordinary place uh, at the Other Side Academy in terms of just transformational impact on lives and families and on the community as well. 
Joseph, you've been you've been noodling on this. You've been working on this behind the scenes. Of how do you take that same model uh, and now expand it into some different places and spaces uh, here in Salt Lake City? So tell us about the new announcement today about the other side village. Yeah, so we've had an ongoing concern that there are many who will never be appropriate for or be able to take advantage of a wonderful place like the Other Side Academy. There are many who are experiencing homelessness right now who really aren't able to do all the things that are required of you to be at the academy. And we've wondered what could we do for that community, for that population. And so today we announced uh, that we will be creating what we're calling the Other Side Village. This will be a community, uh, a destination residential space where people will come and and probably live the rest of their lives that will be self-reliant, that will have strong morals and norms, that will have social enterprise at the heart of it, and that will be one of the gems of Utah. And remarkably, Boyd, the first $50,000 donation for building this community is going to come from the students of the Other Side Academy. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I gave that gave me a wow moment. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I, I want Perfect our listeners imagine. to just absorb that that you have the students of the Other Side Academy uh, again in and out of prison and the criminal justice system or on the street and facing you know dealing with addiction that they are they are the first donors to this new the Other Side Village uh, that is extraordinary and uh, you've done this uh, we've been talking about a lot obviously during the day today in terms of government spending, and uh, there's a lot of projects that are being proposed uh, in the president's plans. Uh, But you've done all of this without relying on government money. Yeah, we have. And that's critical. So, you know, none of us create self-respect or dignity with somebody else doing all the work. The the only way you can gain self-respect is to do something that you respect, to achieve something. So when students arrive at the Other Side Academy, they immediately become part of the solution rather than the problem. They start to work. They produce the income that supports the house. They produce the income that helps the next brother or sister that's going to come into the house to have a chance to change their lives. And the kind of self-respect, the kind of dignity, the kind of confidence that that creates is something you can't get any other way. That's what the Other Side Village will be about as well. Now, I have to add that because this is a substantial undertaking that will require enormous partnership with Salt Lake City, I will will be asking for uh, permitting, for uh, entitlements, for unique kinds of uh, of opportunities that that will have to be handled in order for us to be able to do this. It'll also require a lot of support from the philanthropic community to get this off the ground. But once those initial capital investments are made, the community members will be responsible for self reliance in exactly the same way they are at the Other Side Academy. So this truly is a partnership between those who will benefit from this community and the rest of us who will benefit because it will be one of our gems. Yeah. So as you look at this uh, community, and we're going to keep Joseph with us through uh, to the uh, next segment here, but just before we wrap this segment, uh, Joseph, uh, a big central component to this is the use of, of tiny homes and a, a real community uh, that starts small and, and expands out. Tell us about the, the framing of that. Yeah, so again, it'll be a total of about four to 500 homes. In the, the larger neighborhood, it will have commerce and retail and, uh, and commercial space. So it'll be a village. Uh, it'll be a, a very self-contained operation. Uh, this will be a destination place. We'll have public events there. We'll have gathering spots where folks from the larger community will come. The, the root cause of, homeliness, uh, of homelessness 
is a, is a catastrophic breakdown of family. It's an absence of social capital, first and foremost. Yeah. And so this community will help restore that, and those who participate in it will help to create that, that trust and that bond and connection with the larger community. The, the units themselves will be tiny homes. They'll be three to 350 square feet, but they're going to be beautiful, self-contained uh, living spaces that uh, someone can cook in, somebody can uh, can shower in and take care of hygiene needs. They can sleep there. They could have somebody come and visit and uh, watch television. And so they'll be beautiful little independent units. Uh, the, the cost of these is much lower, and so it makes it possible for us to be able to create this kind of community effectively. But uh, trust me, they're going to be wonderful places. A, a sister organization in Austin, Texas, uses this model. They have a bed and breakfast operation that, that before COVID, was booked out constantly because it's a destination, and this will be the same. Fantastic. We're going to continue uh, to think again uh, about those facing homelessness. Joseph Grinney is going to stay with us. We're going to have join us coming up after the break. Uh, Mo Egan, who's going to be part of the running of the Other Side Village, is going to join the conversation. Uh, This is the Utah model at its finest, uh, getting real results and real solutions. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Inside sources. Inside sources. Next is now. All right, welcome back to Inside Sources. Uh, this segment we call Next is Now, which is what is coming. And if you missed the last segment of the show, we were thinking again about how we ought to approach those facing homelessness and the extraordinary announcement today about uh, the other side village. Uh, joining us on the line is uh, Joseph Grinney, and uh, now we're uh, joined by Mo Egan as well. And uh, Mo, welcome to the program. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wonderful. And uh, so in this next is now, we're, we're looking ahead in terms of uh, of what happens and what happens next, what we should be watching for in uh, this great project uh, that I think will be a destination spot and will be uh, something for the the world to look in on. Uh, I often say Utah is this crossroads to the world, and it's a place where people from around the country can look in, uh, have a window in uh, to things that work and to different kinds of thinking. Uh, Mo, I want you to give us a, a quick backstory uh, so our listeners will get a feel for your role. You're going to be part of leading this new Other Side Village, and uh, you've been with the Other Side Academy as well. Uh, just give us a little bit of your backstory. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's such a uh, wonderful uh, undertaking, and uh, it's right for uh, Utah. You know, Utah was founded on, you know, innovation, entrepreneurship, and, you know, volunteerism and, and helping the next person. So it, it's an exciting uh, adventure we're about to go on. One of the things I'll be doing is I'll be the director of neighbor recruitment. So I'm excited about that. But a little bit about myself. Um, I, I'm qualified to speak on this and, and to get involved in this. I was homeless for you know, uh, you know, five to 10 years, you know, five of those kind of on and out couch surfing. And then, you know, five years, just flat out, uh, homeless. And uh, I can remember a lot of different, uh, times where, you know, housing was available, but, you know, it was one of those housing, uh, locations where the city had in San Francisco had rented out some hotels. And then when you get in there, you, you find out it's a, it's a crack, uh, hotel it's a drug hotel and so you know you're trying to get your life together and you you come out of your room and people are on the steps it's just not a a, a good situation it was always difficult and has been difficult for a homeless population to kind of combine and have everything sort of uh, uh, under one roof 
um, sort of speak. And so that's kind of what uh, we're doing. And, and to be homeless and to be asked to uh, lead a, a project like that is, is right up my alley and uh, so looking forward to it. And uh, so one of the things that I'll, I'll do is, is hit the ground running and, and, and looking for, you know, uh, different organizations that have already got their feet in with the uh, population that struggles with uh, mental health, uh, addiction, uh, with veterans out there. And so I kind of want to partner with them, kind of find out, take a look at what they're already doing and, and begin the process of finding some people out there that have had enough and some people that want to, you know, raise their hand and say, hey, you know what, I'm looking for a better life. Yeah. And, and so many, you know, people have gotten so deep into it. You've given up on the American dream. You resigned and said, you know what, this is my plight in life. This is how I'm going to live. And we feel like, um, you know, this group uh, section of people have been not only underrepresented, but um, we kind of uh, um, look at them like, you know, they can't uh, achieve. Yeah. And, and I, I population being a part of that population is that we underestimate uh, the talent. Yes. And, uh, you know, the, the, the ability of, of this group to, to move forward. Yeah. The American dream back on the table uh, i think for years we we made it big like it's this big grand thing it's not it's simple mm. um but with this beautiful the other side village that we're, we're getting ready to start it, it's it's not about you know the size of the home or, or or the home in general because we know once a person gets into a home uh those problems just don't automatically go away sure. and so what we want to do and what we're experiencing it as creating a culture a yeah. culture of work hard Keep a good attitude. Uh, don't get caught up. Let's make a have it a safe environment. But at the same time, uh, we want to uh, create an environment where a person can uh, excel. And, and we're going to work with whatever that capacity is with that person. Whatever your capacity is, we're going to take it from there, and we're going to put it in a situation where you can excel. You know, uh, from there. Yeah, I, I love that, and I love the fact that you really are treating these brothers and sisters, these fellow travelers, not as liabilities to be managed, but as uh, immense in, in infinite potential uh, to be developed and to create their version of the American dream. I love that you're uh, in, in charge of neighborhood recruitment, neighbor recruitment, uh, bringing people in, making them part of that. Joseph, I wanted to jump to you quickly on that, that very theme in terms of the model uh, this is not about just uh, putting up some some tiny homes and uh, and hoping things go well. Uh, this really is about creating a, a village and creating a culture. Yeah, that that is the essential point. So we we're careful not to refer to this as a tiny homes village. Yes, it will be built around tiny homes, but this is the other side village. And what's critical about that is that there's a culture there. There are strong norms and values. We like to say, and I, I am confident it's true, that the Other Side Academy is more chaste than a BYU dorm and more sober. <laughs> um, and that it is a, a place where people are more cooperative and uh, respectful of one another than any legislative session that you might see. So we think of all of these groups that have great strong values and norms, they are even more so practiced at the Other Side Academy. And that is what will make the Other Side Village uh, a special place. It'll keep it safe. It'll keep it orderly. It'll keep it prosperous because what the Other Side Academy knows how to do is to create that kind of peer accountability culture. Uh, that, that is so vital, and it's it's so true. We often talk about, you know, how do we change behavior? 
And, and we know when there is a, a void in values, when there's a void in culture, uh, whatever the laws are, are not going to change the behavior. Uh, but when you create that culture, when you do value the values, uh, then you can really create something that, that is extraordinary. Uh, Mo, you've you've experienced this uh, as you've gone through and been part of the other side academy, leading some of the other enterprises, the thrift store, uh, food trucks, and and so on. Uh, what what's the one thing that you have learned uh, that really kind of is the essence of what the other side academy really delivers, and what the other side village will hopefully provide uh, to this community? Yeah, thanks for asking. That. It goes back to culture, culture, culture. Uh, what we're doing and, and what we've been successful at is one-on-one relationships. It, it takes relationships. Yeah. It's human to human. It's heart to heart. This is how we move the needle in solving the homeless, addictive, and mental health issues. One-on-one relationships, human to human, heart to heart. That's what I've learned. Uh, I, I love that, and it is so uh, so vital. This is uh, this is an idea uh, whose time has come. We we we've focused a lot in the last couple of days of the the ideas of power uh, and those in power and how they're trying to leverage and move things. Uh, the other side village is about the power of an idea uh, and the power of believing in people in just a little different way. Uh, Joseph, as we close out today, uh, just give us one last little snapshot in terms of what people should be looking for. Uh, and how they can be part of uh, this great opportunity in the Other Side Village. Well, we want to show that Utah can accomplish something that, frankly, has never been done before. There are lots of places in the United States that have tiny homes villages. Uh, There are lots of places that have social enterprises. There are lots of places that try to be self-reliant, but none that try to do all three. And, And frankly, you know, 157 years ago, a group of homeless people arrived in Utah, and they built tiny homes, and they made uh, the, the, the desert blossom as the rose. And the reason they were able to do that is because they had a strong culture of cooperation and integrity and self-reliance. This will be precisely the same. So this really is part two of Utah, and we have something that we need to contribute to the world. What you need to watch happen is our government leaders at the state and city and county level rallying quickly to help us find the land, but also, more importantly, get the entitlements and approvals so the building can begin. And I'll issue a challenge. We have a social enterprise at the Other Side Academy called the Other Side Builders. The Other Side Builders hereby issues a challenge to all the other builders in the state. On the day that we have the infrastructure ready so that we can begin building tiny homes, the Other Side Builders will show up and will begin building a home and we'll build it faster and better than any other builder in the state. That's our challenge. So watch it happen. Join us, and uh, and we'll make history for Utah. Awesome. That is a throwdown. We're going to get our friends from the Builders Association on board with that. Uh, the Other Side Village, uh, this is thinking different. This is thinking big. This is taking it to another level. Uh, Joseph Grenny, Mo Egan, thanks for joining us today. Great to have you. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, Scott Mitchell is going to join us breaking down the NFL draft from behind the scenes. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. 
But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.